Hi, everyone. This is Eric Martin, the lead singer for the band Mr. Big, and you are on the road to rock with Clint Schweitzer. Thank you so much, man. I, I love talking about the things that I love, Clint, and for you to allow me to do it with you. God bless you. God bless the heartland. God bless America. You are now on the road to rock. It's not just a podcast. It's an unabashed celebration of rock's living legends. And now, please welcome your host, the master of your rock and roll road trip, leading you down the highway to hell, Clint Schweitzer. See, I told you guys I was still amongst the living. Welcome to On the Road to Rock. I know it's been a while. What a crazy summer it's been. And I've been just flat out neglectful of the rock and roll fans here on the road to rock as it's been, gosh, just a really long summer. I was traveling for a month straight starting in Alaska, where I spent uh, two and a half weeks uh, in late July, and then on to Ric Flair's last match in Nashville after just, I think, 48 hours of being home from Alaska. So right to Nashville, Ric Flair's last match, there to cover it all. And then on to Canton, Ohio to cover head coach Dick Vermeil getting inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So it has been a crazy month for me, but here I am bringing you Another show. It's great to be back. It's great to be here as things are going to get off and running here as the summer is now slipping away. But don't worry, we've got a lot of interviews coming up, taping a lot in the next couple of weeks and very excited to be doing so. It's great to be back on the air with the podcast. And this week, none other. We're going to be talking with Thunder Mother singer Guernica Mancini. We're going to be talking about Thunder Mother. Their new album is Black and Gold. It is Swedish high voltage rock and roll and all female group is Thunder Mother and you can catch them all across the country here starting in uh, just a few weeks as they will be opening up for the Scorpions in North America. The tour starts August 21st in Toronto and will wrap up in Vegas in October. So for two months, Scorpions, Thunder Mother are going to be destroying your city. So check out all the dates make sure that you go to the band's website, thundermother.com, and uh, you can get the album Black and Gold. It comes out August 19th. This is just an array of in-your-face, great hard rock from another Swedish band that is trying to take over the world, and I sure hope they can accomplish it. I believe they can. The band formed back in 2010 and sort of had a reformation of sorts back in 2017, and they are here, and they are kicking ass, and it is all but time to really unleash them to this North American audience. And I think that Scorpions fans are going to absolutely love this band. Of course, it was supposed to be Scorpions and Whitesnake. Whitesnake had to drop out of the tour. So maybe the uh, set for Thunder Mother will be maybe a little longer, play a little longer. We'll see how that goes. But uh, you can catch the tour starting August 21st uh, in Toronto. So I'm going to be seeing it September 21st in Tulsa. Can't wait to be a part of it. It's going to be uh, very exciting, of course. And we are excited to bring on our guest this week. It is none other than the vocalist for Thunder Mother, Guernica Mancini. Guernica, uh, how are you? Welcome. Where Where are you at currently? Where are you Where are you joining us from? I'm at home in Stockholm. I just, I was, I've been out all day. You can't really see it now, but I've like burned my face. Uh, so I'm in another lighting. I'm pretty red or you know, I feel like I'm burning up, but I've been out in the sun all day. We have really nice weather here in Sweden. Oh, and I, yeah, I'm Stockholm. <laughs> I have wanted to visit like Sweden's like my bucket list. Number one place to visit. I've never been. I've always wanted to go during summer. 
uh, like maybe during the Midsummer festivals, unless it's like the movie Midsummer, in which case maybe not. What What do I you think? But it's like a isn't that a scary movie? Yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like if a Midsummer festival went wrong and people started just killing random tourists. Yeah, no, you know. that's not usually how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks amazing. I, I've wanted to go so bad. So I'm, I got to make a Scandinavian trip here coming up, hopefully. So you guys have been relentlessly touring this summer. Lots of shows. You just did Whack It and Vakken like last week, right? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, did you guys did, did you guys do an acoustic set? I saw like a 40 seconds of a clip where you guys were playing acoustically. Yeah, we did. The debut, like on, on the Wednesday, we did a small like club show at Vakken uh, for like 200 people. And I mean, it was like 30 degrees. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you have Fahrenheit here? It was Celsius. Anyways, it was super Fahrenheit. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it was so hot. Uh, I think at points at that, like that show, we were just like, it was just too hot to be inside, but it was really fun. We did some songs, um, really like spontaneous, became very like rockabilly vibe and stuff. We were all like shocked in the moment, <laughs> but uh, it was a really good time. And then the day after we did the big, uh, uh, the proper show on the louder stage, which is like the, the third biggest stage, you know, like the third, yeah. Well, all looked amazing guys sharing the stage with i think judas priest slipknot limp biscuit so many great bands are there and the thunder mother logo just gets bigger and bigger on the poster every year every festival that's that's a good thing right um that's uh yeah we're very we're happy about the progress it's continuing going in the right direction and i think uh yeah i'm, I'm proud of our hard work because it's uh paying off <laughs> absolutely guys and uh again we're speaking with Gernika Mancini, the uh, front woman from Thunder Mother from Sweden. What a tremendous band, a band I've been following for a long time. And to see kind of where things are going is uh, gratifying for me as a fan and now uh, for you guys as well. The new album, it comes out, gosh, it's uh, next week. Uh, by yeah. the time that this airs, it'll be next week, next Friday, August 19th. It's called Black and Gold. I've got it right here uh, from our good friend, Dustin, who's great, by the way. I made fun of him earlier. Thank you so much. <laughs> for all that you do. And I got the album right here. Tremendous. I think you guys have four videos already in the can leading up to this. So how important we're kind of getting the videos out there leading up and kind of creating anticipation for this album. I mean, it, it's, it, first of all, it's the first time we released so many singles. So like, uh, so close to each other. So it's been like one sing one song a month and uh, it's been super hectic, but it, it's been fun to also do it in this way um and yeah the videos have been interesting we if we had more time i mean we're doing this while touring while doing everything ourselves so it, we had to like be very creative with uh, you know making these videos so yeah this video and the video that's coming out next week are both like recaps from tour life so it's like like a little diary vibe on the whole thing but i think the fans enjoy watching that too because you get to see us like yeah, doing our thing behind the scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? and I, you're right. I think it's very interesting that uh, the, the use of videos now, it's like when I grew up, it was MTV and and kind of that's how it worked. And, it, and then we took a huge step backwards, I think, for many years. And now uh, various record labels, they're kind of seeing the value of the visual aspect. People are on YouTube all day and getting to see these videos. Some of yours have just an insane amount of views. <laughs> 
And uh, I don't know you is probably my favorite. That's an animated video. It's awesome. Very well done. So th these are, I think, are a great tool and really helpful for you guys as the album gets set to release. And there's so many just absolutely crunching tracks on this thing. Wasted, watch out, loud and free. This is a this is I, I always say this, Gernica. See if you agree. I say that the best American rock and roll today comes from Sweden. Thank you for that. And this is just another, <laughs> another notch in the cap right here. Another example is this album. And that's great. And so Sweden is, you guys are, are just kicking our ass right now. What do you attribute that to? How's that happening? <laughs> I think it's just pure love for the music. To be honest, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but we really love this. Uh, we love classic rock and and we're all very creative and we love catchy tunes. So I guess that's that's it. We really do. We try to create stuff that we would enjoy ourselves, obviously. And and we also have big dreams, big ambitions. We want to we want to conquer, conquer the world. And we want and and that would be playing arena. So we had that in mind a lot when we we wrote a lot of the songs for the album. Just, uh, you know, this would work really well in a big venue, in an arena, you know. Yeah, so. Well, Americans aren't going to have to wait long for you to unveil these songs in a big arena because your tour with the Scorpions starts here uh, just in a couple weeks in Toronto. That'll be in Canada. But uh, this is going to be so awesome. It was supposed to be, of course, with White Snake as well. They had to drop off the tour. But a lot of people are speculating maybe more time for a Thunder Mother set, more songs. How excited are you to come here and do this tour with the Scorpions, one of my favorite bands of all time. I will be seeing the show Guernica September 21st in Tulsa. That's the closest Ooh. one for me. So I'll see you in about a month, but uh, just talk about the excitement for this tour. And will we get maybe more Thunder Mother songs since White Snake has dropped off? Yes, we, I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but I, I will, I'll, I'll do it anyways. Yeah, we did get like 10 minutes more. So we're doing 40 minutes which is awesome. Yes. We got to show our case more songs, which we are very excited about. We just, uh, you know, settling the song, deciding on the songs uh, yesterday, now that we get to add some stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's very exciting. And yeah, get, getting to open for a legendary band like Scorpions, is, is just, I mean, it's kind of overwhelming when I think about it, but I'm very excited to be there and to get to check off a lot of like bucket list things for me to, that I've had for years. And uh, yeah. Well, and the timing couldn't be more perfect. The album's coming out. People are going to hear these songs, like you said, in a, in a big environment, in an arena setting. And these songs are made for that. I I'm so excited for this. I was so pumped when I saw you guys were on the tour and now even more so, even though I love white snake and I was so disappointed that they, that they couldn't uh, do the tour, but this is what a pairing and what an opportunity for you guys. Um, Swedish bands are having trouble. European bands in general have been having trouble getting visas. I heard everything was like so backed up. Our good friends, Crazy Looks and Eclipse couldn't make it over for a festival here. Was that a, a trouble for you guys trying to get all that stuff together? I mean, I'm going to be completely honest here. We haven't gotten our passports back yet. So we're still like every day hoping and praying that everything is going to go our <laughs> way. We know that we are, uh, we've got the um, uh, like okay from like the American side but now the the Swedish department I guess the embassy here in Sweden needs to uh, decide as well so there's a lot of places where it goes through before you get your passport with the visa in it so I mean until I have my passport back nothing is 100% but in our minds we're 
we're going. <laughs> we yeah. we tickets for Canada, and then to just hope that the passport get here on time. <laughs> well, I, I will make sure that uh, it, whether it be by legal means or not, that we get you guys here. <laughs> uh, don't worry, we, you can just come in through our southern border in Mexico. It's fine. Well, th th that's allowed, so no problem. Um, this <laughs> that's gonna get me in trouble. Sorry, sorry, we'll cut that part out. This like is not ever gonna be allowed back in this. Yeah, exactly. Part. It's over. Uh, this is this, so. This is great. This has been such a great summer for you guys, and lots of shows. And and to 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 come to this is so exciting. Gertica, I want to talk about just kind of how you became a member here of Thunder Mother because, you know, the band had been around since I think 2010 and there was kind of a reformation that had to take place as kind of members had come and gone. You came on board, what, in 2017 or 18? 17. Yep. Uh, yeah. And how did that happen? What, how, what was that like? I mean, at uh, the end of 2016, I reached out to Philippa. We knew each other from the music scene here in Sweden. Uh, just to ask her some advice because my then bass player had quit the band. <laughs> It's so stupid when I know everything that's happened in Thunder Mother. But yeah, um, it's ridiculous. It's very Spinal Tap-ish, but it doesn't matter. Uh, yes, so I reached out to her to just see if she knew anyone that I could, you know, contact. And in that conversation, she I she then shared with me that, yeah, we're, we're having some problems, but she never said what. And me being the person that I am... I mean, I just I just threw it out there. Like, if you ever need a singer, I'm definitely interested. I'll like I'll be there tomorrow. And then she kind of like, oh, well, actually, would you be interested in auditioning? And yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> wow. And 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 so, you know, fortuitous both for you and for the band who, you know, was in need at the time. And who knows what would have happened had you not come along. So one thing about Thunder Mother that just that just blows me away because I'm such a fan of so many Swedish bands, very good friends with the guys in Crazy Licks and in Heat and in Eclipse. Uh, there's so many bands, that, but they're kind of maybe more on the, I don't know, kind of the more the, the more hair metal side, I guess, if you would want to make a comparison, maybe more uh, uh, on the, you know, they call it the new wave of Swedish sleaze. That's hard to say, by the way, but you, oh, okay. guys, you guys are more in your face, more, you know, uh, Motorhead, ACDC, more, more of an in your face kind of, you know, hard rock band. How, talk about that style and how that style of music continues for you guys when so many bands in your country are doing more kind of, you know, more pop style of of, uh, of hard rock, which I love as well. But what you guys do is very, uh, very different, very, very special, I think. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, yes, there is a clear difference. They're more like slick and more inspired by the 80s, uh, yeah. I would say, in general. I mean, we definitely have our 80s uh, little... Uh, tribute things all around spread out but we always like I think like the 70s is more the era that we're taking inspiration from generally and then um, I don't know it's just something that we all love uh, it would be I don't I don't know anything else you know what I mean like the blues rock thing that just comes from my heart and it's the same for the girls like we all have that in us and I think it's really cool that we as an all-female rock band play classic rock. I mean, there's not that many out there doing it. Uh, there's a, there's coming up more and more in other sides of the rock, uh, you know, like metal and blah, blah, blah. But I think, I don't know. I, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. It's a, it's a good question, though, because I never even thought about us being 
more or less the only ones doing what we do. And there's guys doing it, but they haven't been able to evolve the genre, like not to sound like shady or anything, but like I feel like we've done, whereas we're taking the ACDC DNA and mixing it up with a lot of different influences. We haven't like boxed ourselves in as hard as some other bands that are like a copy of ACDC or Airborne or whatever. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, and I... I contribute that to the mix of me, Emily, and Philippa writing together, because we all come from different, different, different musical backgrounds. And when we write together, then you get a little bit of everything instead of just like one-sided, like ACDC thing, which is also amazing and great. And we will never lose that part of us. But I like that we um, have a little broader mix now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's very well said. Uh, so talk, speaking of musical influences, uh, talk about yours, because when I look at where we are today and you mentioned an all female band that you guys are, I hadn't brought that up because to me, it's almost like today at one time, a band like girl school take, for instance, there, every time they played every question is what, what's it like to be an all girl band in a male dominated world, Vixen, these type of bands. I feel like that we've come so far, uh, the rock community embraces so many different types of, of rock music and metal that it's almost like a second thought that, or no, no, you don't give much thought to it all that you guys are an all girl band because you guys are just so accepted for the music you make. And I think that's tremendous. So kind of talk about your musical influences and the idea that you guys are accepted the way you are. Whereas bands of the past maybe had to have that stigma of an all girl band. I think it's a little bit of both. Like, I, I love that you say that, uh, but the reality is that not everyone is on the same page. And that was yeah. the only reason that I mentioned it, because in some cases, I mean, I'm doing a lot of interviews and it's very much still, you know, a thing. And for, I mean, I see the good and the bad sides to it. Like, it's definitely makes it so we stand out, but it doesn't makes it so we are, it doesn't make, how would I say this? Like, we're not getting any opportunities because we are just girls. We're getting them because we deserve them and we're good enough to take take on those responsibilities and opportunities that come our way. Um, but we are four girls and it, it is pretty unique. And historically, nobody has been um, aiming, or maybe they have, I don't know that actually, but the goals for us as a band and me personally is to like be part of the music history in a sense of becoming one of those the first all-female band to be as big as ACDC or Guns N' Roses or Foo Fighters. You know, there's never, like, there haven't been any bands, as far as I know, that have taken that step to that major, major level. And not many bands are doing it at all since many years back, but I think it would be extra cool because that would make us the first band doing that kind of thing. But us being females and musicians, I mean, that doesn't matter really, but yeah, it happens to be our gender, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. And I guess on one hand, it should be celebrated because, you know, um, you are all amazingly powerful women, all very talented. And so we, we should celebrate that. It just, you know, shouldn't be the first thing people think of. It's just, yeah. it's like, you know, I've seen the Iron Maidens uh, who are amazing. And like, it just, I mean, obviously, there's kind of a novelty since they're females playing Iron Maiden songs, but still it's just like, gosh, Bruce Chickenson, her voice is incredible. When I see uh, Thunder Mother, when I see these videos, when I see your live performances, your voice, it stands out, it's incredible. And it's, you know, it's 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 rock and roll and that's what's great. And I think that you're right. I've talked about this before. Maybe since Guns N' Roses, 
has there been a band that has just completely set the world on fire and that just completely changes everything? And I don't think there has, Guernica. I think that maybe in 1987 was the last time we've seen that happen. And I, maybe there, and hopefully in today's climate, there's room for that to occur once again. That Wouldn't that be wonderful? I mean, it would. It is a dream of mine. I'm not going to lie. I, I really want to be part of like the renaissance of rock again. You know what I mean? Like I that. back, like at a big, big level. Uh, I, I yeah. The yeah. the only band that comes to mind now is like Rammstein and yeah, the like Foo Fighters. I mean, they've been around since the '90s. Uh, now I don't know what's gonna happen there, but they've been playing arenas and been huge, huge. So um, yeah, it would be very cool to be successful at that level, like they are. They have been. What What are some of your influences? Because I think I saw. Uh, an interview maybe where you talked about how you really got into hard rock because of a guy you dated at one point. Is that, it would talk about that story and kind of what you were listening to prior to that. And like, did that change sort of uh, your, your sort of musical direction at all? Yeah. I mean, it's so funny that you <laughs> I just I've, I've always listened to a lot of different music and I remember as like a, I've been preteen. My sister came home with the Appetite for Destruction album, and uh, not Appetite for Destruction. I mean, um, Tragic Kingdom. Oh, uh, you know, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. Um, and I just remember like kind of falling in love with Gwen Stefani and thinking she was the coolest thing ever. And like in my mind, she's always been like a style icon and just been oh, a badass female that I really look up to. And so fast forward. Uh, I've always like to high school, high school it was. Yeah, I started dating a sleaze rocker and I got into like all the 80s rock much more. I mean, most of the music I've already I had heard, but I think I'm part of a generation like now you listen to songs like you have a single or you you just I didn't take the time and like getting all the records and blah, blah, blah. So I knew like songs like my first we did a little cassette tape I remember I'm jumping around my history is weird now sorry but (laughs) festival I went to with friends I was 16 me and my friend had made like a a mixtape with um uh it was like um holy diver on there and ace of spades and I don't remember the rest but it was like those songs really spoke out for me and I was like 16 then but yeah a few years later I started dating this sleaze rocker and I got really into like the 80s type scene just like Crazy Licks and all these bands that you'd mentioned. Um, and yeah, I kind of like, I've always liked like a, a little more hard, like slightly harder stuff. So I got, so Skid Row really stood out to me. And when I started like really um, trying to sing rock music, uh, I Sebastian Bach was like the one singer that I really felt um uh, how would I say like connected to or connected to like I, I didn't feel I found any at that time uh, females within the rock scene that I felt had the same kind of voice that I had the same type of style and the way of like you know the placement and all these things uh, and the range and da, da, da. so his voice was really like a like a guiding you know guiding star there in the beginning um yeah so Skid Row has a special place in my heart for sure uh, but yeah, I've always listened to all kinds of music and I'm a big hip hop fan, big R&B fan. So I think awesome. uh, that's a big reason when when I did start writing my own stuff, it came out very blues rock because, yeah, I've always listened my like Earth, Wind and Fire, like my we always listen to records of them. And like it's just all over the place. I feel like 
I could probably have a whole hours talk show about just talking about the music that I've inspired me in some sort of way. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that is great. I think being well-rounded is so important as you're making music because you draw influences from different areas and not to be stuck in one path. And, and that's the uh, tremendous. Well, before we get to our final four drum roll, Guernica, which is four quick hitting questions and you'll give us kind of whatever answer comes to mind. It'll be fun. got to remind everyone to uh, that you can pre-order the album. We've got a week to do it. It comes out August 19th through AFM records. You can do it on the band's website, of course, which is thundermother.com and through AFM records. It is absolutely tremendous. And I think it's the album of the summer so far. Black and gold is what it's called. So Guernica, are you ready for our final four drum roll here? We'll have some fun. Hit me. I'm ready. So you talked about uh, kind of some of the bands you were listening to, but you've got to give us uh, your first ever concert. What was your first ever concert you ever attended? My first ever concert. It must have been like one of my dad's. Uh, he played it in cover bands and stuff like that. Uh, but you mean like a big, like a yeah, real, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like someone <I'm> famous. <laughs> uh, my first ever concert. Shit, I can't uh, remember. Like, it, it doesn't. Nothing comes to mind. I don't like. I can't. Sorry. Like it. Like it's all. Like you went to so many that it's like it could be any, or is it just like kind of a blur? Or what? You, you, did you go no, to? It's it's <laughs> I, I, it's, uh, it's blurry. Uh, but it probably it must have been like some sort of Swedish artist or something. Okay, right. Yeah, gotcha. What? Uh, so, you this the new album black and gold it's, it's uh it's tremendous is there now you mentioned that you may be adding some songs to the set so I, you know you don't have to maybe pull the curtain back too much but is there is there a song or songs from the album that you are most looking forward to singing in a live setting or one that you already have throughout the summertime is there a, a song or two that stands out that you like singing the most from the new album I really like doing uh, when we play Watch Out. I think that's really a fun song because I get to showcase like different different skills, vocal skills that I have. <laughs> so I enjoy that. Uh, I'm also very much looking forward to when we add uh, Light in the Sky because I think that's such an epic song. It's the opening of the album, so it's not released yet. You'll hear it, and when you get that the album, it's out. The, it's in there. Uh, also the ballad borrowed time I think it uh, is amazing and it's gonna be really nice when um when I can do when we decide to do like we, when we add a ballad to the set which we won't uh unfortunately for this 40 minute set but when mm -hmm. we do 90 minutes uh the during the spring tour uh I'm definitely gonna add a ballad and I'm excited for that okay question three I have to just Forgive me because I feel like this is just, I, I always like to do fun, different interviews. This is sort of like that typical idiot question that you guys get probably a million times. But I was thinking about how um, we've had Vixen on the show before and like had some really fun conversations about it. So I'm just going to ask you because the answer always seems to be kind of funny when it comes to this. You're not, yeah, as an all girl band, uh, mm -hmm. do you, do you guys get, uh, we know because we know what it's like for male bands. It's been as old to tale as old as time from Elvis Presley on up. Women follow guys around. We know what groupies are like. What oh, you're so groupies? Okay, I was like getting scared. I was like, what's coming up now? Meaning, do you guys get do you ladies have guys following you around like the guys do? Is it different? How's how's that dynamic? 
it's completely different for right. female it's like night and day i mean i'm in a very happy relationship now so i'm satisfied there on you that. Go. <laughs> but when i joined the band i was like hoping to live out my like the dirt dream and be like the rock star and be like, groupies everywhere and blah 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 but no that does not happen you're more like a nun on tour like nothing happens unless you go out and get it for yourself wow and that's how it is for uh, female musicians most of the time <laughs> well that's like when it, when it proactive. and i think female i think females in general also when when you're interested in someone you want to you want at least for the moment to feel that they're an equal i don't think females get it off oh maybe you can't say that but we don't get off can you, you can yeah you Dirt can yes you can we don't <laughs> you don't like it's not like a big thing to have someone that's like looking up to you and i don't know i guess females like guys or girls or whatever that are confident and know who they are and know their worth and if you're a groupie and like beneath a person it's like not attractive so i think that could be good too <laughs> yeah that's an interesting perspective i'm so glad i asked now plus guys I don't know. Guys are like shy. They have these like fragile egos. They don't want to get turned down. I think a lot of guys just stand in the corner and like, I really like the new album. Yeah, <laughs> so, I love that question though. <laughs> I'm glad I went there. I usually, I usually steer away, but Hey, that that's great. Uh, okay. So question four, um, what was COVID like for you guys and how freaking glad are we that this is now in the rear view mirror in most ways? I'll start with the last question. I mean, the last part. I'm fucking happy. Like, I'm so excited about playing for big, proper audiences and also to, you know, just be out there meeting people. All these things that are such a big part of our job, like touring life. It's been very uh, lonely <laughs> these past uh, COVID years. I mean, we have been one of the, probably one of the only bands that did any type of touring during the pandemic uh we did all these like modified modified shows in germany and we played on a fire truck and we did all these we tried to be as creative as possible uh which was great because now i feel like uh it has paid off where i see a much bigger audience for us and uh people really respect our you know our uh, fight our fighting spirit That's that we right. never give up you know what i mean uh but in retrospect, I'm not 100% if it was the right choice. But you live and you learn. <laughs> As like, just morally, if that was a good idea. But we never even thought twice about it. We were just like, as soon as the pandemic hit, we were like, how are we going to, you know, work around this? Like, can we be creative? What can we do besides streams? Like, what, you know, everything like that. So in that sense, I think we're, I'm proud of us and, you know, our never giving up attitude uh but yeah it's it's been tough you know performing for 50 people wearing a mask sitting down and you're giving them the same amount of energy that you give mm -hmm. a regular audience it is it gets very draining and uh um we've become a much better like a stronger band we're better performers and all these things because we can practically perform for anybody <laughs> now yeah. and it's not a big issue so that's a great thing to take out of it but uh, it's also gone to a point where we we we've been very drained like energy wise because you you're not receiving that energy that you usually get from the audience you're just putting out like getting giving energy and not getting anything back even though i know they would have loved to give but it, because of the rules and regulations you couldn't so yeah it's like a 50 50 thing 
Oh, that that and I, I'll tell you, the people will be back, are back, and it's uh, it's it's better than ever. And I took it for granted, and I will never take for granted a live performance again. And Guernica, it's been so much of a pleasure for us to have you. I will see you September twenty uh, first in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The tour here in the North America starts. Uh, here on August 21st. It's coming right up in just a couple weeks. The album comes out next week. It's Black and Gold on the 19th through AFM Records. Gernica, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Hope thank I, you. Oh, it's just been awesome. And uh, I'll, continued success to you guys because the album's tremendous. And we'll see you here in about a month. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. Bye.